there are three ways to stand out. Be new, be better, or be louder. Being better takes time and is subjective. Being louder just means spending more money on marketing than the next person, which is a race to see who can lose the most money the quickest. Being new doesn't mean starting from episode one. It could just be about being the first to do something differently. Welcome to The Helpful Podcaster. I'm Mark Stedman, and I'm here to help you, the seasoned, soulful entrepreneur, build trust and create long-lasting, rewarding relationships with your podcast listeners. It feels like standard podcast episodes go like this. Intro clip, pre-recorded welcome message, loosely edited interview, outro. Now, you might have a slight variation on this sort of format, and if you've worked with me for any length of time, hopefully you do. But either way, what we still have is a load of guest sandwiched between two slices of you. Interview shows are among the easiest formats to put together. As long as you've got a decent guest pipeline, the process is pretty easy to replicate. You can even automate things like scheduling and guest outreach. But for someone who's looking to use their podcast to build relationships, this doesn't give you much of an opportunity to showcase what you can do. That's because all the attention is put on the guest and you just become someone with a really good address book. Often, we might be talking to people in our sphere of work about stuff we already know. And of course, we want to be generous and pass the mic to someone with a different perspective. But we want prospective clients and partners to know that we can do more than synthesize ideas. So what can we do to demonstrate our knowledge and experience without feeling like we're delivering a lecture every week? Well, first off, you can try flipping the interview format on its head. If you spool back to the first few episodes of this show, you'll hear me being quizzed by other podcasters. I asked my guest to bring a problem they were struggling with, and I'd do my best to answer it in under half an hour. About six months later, newsletter writer and creative consultant Josh Spector launched I Want to Know – where guests joined him to ask three questions about stuff like audiences, growth, and monetization. A few people I know in the podcasting space have been guests on his show, and every now and again, uh, he'll record a flip the script episode where he'll ask three questions of someone he admires in the space. So your first option is to switch from interviewer to interviewee. Let your guests come on and pick your brains. For any coach or consultant, it's a great way to give a little teaser of what you do. And for anyone who can't afford you, it might be a way for them to access what you do while helping you fill your podcast schedule. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, I, I totally get it. It's a shift, but you can always give it a go. And if it doesn't work, throw away the episode. But you might find you really enjoy it. Another option that works well if you plan ahead is to interview a bunch of people and ask them the same questions. In 2021, I helped launch a show about mindfulness and storytelling. We'd planned 12 episodes and the hosts wrote out a bunch of questions they asked to their panel of half a dozen guests. Each episode dealt with one of those specific questions, so pre-production meant finding the best answers and writing a script to weave around them. Although on the face of it, you've still done a bunch of interviews, what you end up with is something that sounds much more like a narrative podcast. 
It positions you as the guide, introducing us to a few people we can learn from, but always brings us back to you. Your ability to curate good answers signals to us that you know what you're talking about. But that takes a lot of work and a lot of scheduling in advance. So another way of working the same idea is to take those questions, send them to a bunch of people and ask them to record their answers. I did exactly this for episode 22 of The Helpful Podcaster. I put the call out for answers to the questions, what was the last episode you shared and why? Do this enough in advance and you can gather all sorts of interesting answers that you can then stitch into your episode. Okay, but all of this involves wrangling other people. What if you could record a podcast episode with just you behind the mic? Is that even a thing you can do? I mean, obviously it is because I'm doing it right now, but if you're not me and currently that job's taken, how can you produce a one mic podcast that helps people and doesn't make you feel like an egomaniac? Let's find out after this. There are a few ways you can put together a one mic show. You can script it out like I do with these episodes now. They'll almost certainly be shorter episodes, but they'll be pretty densely packed. I sometimes worry that if they go on for too long, these episodes might be a bit dry, but I can always add a splash of music or some sound effects to underscore a point. I don't have to go crazy, but a little texture can help keep the ears interested. Cons don't fool us because we're stupid. They fool us because we're human. And this, this might be the world's greatest con. In 2021, two internet scallywags collaborated on a podcast that retold the story of a plot to fool the Nazis into thinking that the Allies would invade Europe at a different location than the actual target. You might have seen the film, it's called Operation Mincemeat. Well, these two chaps, Brian and Justin, created a podcast based around the book the film was based on. Justin wrote the script, and Brian delivered it. Brian's is the only voice you hear, but there's occasional music, sound effects, and clips that add texture and elevate the words. Brian's energetic delivery and some playful post-production turned these long monologues into little mental movies. I did the same for a kids podcast I produced uh, in 2022. Everything I used came from a subscription service, so I could layer on music and sound effects to my heart's content without breaking the bank. Okay, fair enough, but isn't this a lot of work? Yes, absolutely. All of these ideas take work above and beyond booking a guest and interviewing them for 45 minutes. But you don't have to pick one of these formats and use it for every episode. I've been working with a client on a long-running interview show, and a couple of years ago, we ended up with an episode recorded on location that just felt really flat. The guests weren't playing along, and so it was all a bit dry. So we retooled it and turned that dull interview episode into a mini-documentary. It was great. We brought in some sounds from the environment, just using our handheld recorder, and added some music from the same subscription service. Uh, it's Invato Elements, by the way, as a link in the show notes. Together, we worked on a script that cut out the boring bits from the interview and repurposed them as supporting material to the overall story. It took a bit more work, but it saved the episode and it blew the mothballs off the show. 
Listen, interview shows are great. I listen to them, I make them, but if you're looking to make a dent with your podcast or even an episode or two, have a think about what you can do outside of the standard interview format. You can flip the script and get your guest to interview you. You can ask a bunch of guests the same questions and stitch the best answers together. You can even ask your guests to send over the answers via email or a WhatsApp voice message. Or you can go solo and deliver a tightly packed monologue or go a bit longer and add in some audio seasoning. So what format floats your boat? Let me know in the Helpful Podcasters community. If you haven't already joined us, you can fix that straight away by going to thehelpfulpodcaster.com slash join. There you'll meet a bunch of like minds and get some new ideas to freshen up your show. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and let's do this together.